0: Hi, my name is Jennifer Thorpe, and welcome to the Pure Social Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating, enlightening, and empowering others individually and collectively. As we grow and transform, we can impact lives positively and change our world. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So excited to be with you all for a few moments today. Today's topic is entitled Holiday Stress: How to Protect Your Well-being. I was thinking about this topic as the holiday season is already in full swing. Christmas is right around the corner. People have already begun to celebrate Hanukkah. There's Kwanzaa that's celebrated. And then the new year follows quickly behind. There are so many different things going on. And yet I know that this can be a time of great stress. And so I thought it'd be a great opportunity to go back into our toolbox to provide a little bit of psychoeducation. And hopefully some of these tips today will be able to help you. I know they have helped me and As I was even, again, thinking through this podcast, I thought, what a wonderful time to be able to just talk about how do we really take good care of ourselves during a time where it can be exciting, but also very challenging. I started immediately thinking about one of the most popular songs, It's the Most Wonderful Time of Year, and started thinking about what is already portrayed. Again, the most wonderful time of year. All year long, people are waiting on Christmas and to celebrate Hanukkah, Kwanzaa and the upcoming new year. Thinking about some of the lyrics, happiest season of all, holiday greetings, parties for hosting, hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near, can brighten up many of us, can make us feel excited, make us feel just a joy and a longing to come together and to gather and to celebrate new traditions, old traditions. As as I mentioned earlier though, it can also be a very challenging time. It can bring up moments of stress, feeling incredibly overwhelmed. And for some, it can even bring up holiday blues. So with that being said, I wanted to just hopefully get an opportunity to share a little bit about stress. What is that? What are the holiday blues? And then give some tips that can hopefully help each of us navigate the holiday season in a way where we protect our well-being and that we're able to enjoy it in a meaningful way for ourselves and hopefully with those around us if possible. But even if this time of year is a challenging one for you, where we can feel free to give ourselves the permission needed to do things in a way that's going to allow us to be and to feel complete and hold and not have the pressure or the expectations that we may place on ourselves or that others may place on us. Right now, there is a study going around that says about 88% of Americans feel stressed during the holiday season. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but I did look at the American Psychological Association, and about 38% of people surveyed said that their stress increased during the holiday season. We know that when stress increases, it can lead to physical ailments, depression, anxiety, and even a misuse of substance abuse. Uh, a misuse of substance. And there was another survey that I found really interesting and it only consisted of about 2000 adults, but approximately 77% indicated that they were more stressed during the holidays and had a difficult time relaxing. And when I thought about that, I thought it made sense because the holidays can be a time where there's just so much going on. And some of the reasons that they listed for there being stress and feelings of overwhelm, a feelings of being overwhelmed was a lack of time, financial pressure, gift giving, and family gatherings. The National Alliance of Mental Illness noted that about 64% of people who are already suffering with mental illness can feel that their condition gets worse during the holiday season. So what is Stress. The World Health Organization defines it as any type of change that causes physical, emotional, and psychological strain. You know, I was thinking about that, and then I was thinking about that term, the holiday blues, and this is where there are temporary feelings of anxiety or depression that occur specifically during this holiday season. Now, what does stress look like? What can cause us to have stress? Some of the things listed, and this may or may not be true for you, um, you may be able to relate, or you may even see it in your loved ones around you or in friends, um, coworkers, etc. But some of the things that can cause stress are lack of time. There's so many parties and commitments that come up. And for the, some of us, we're excited about these events and we look forward to them. But for others, it can be incredibly stressful and it can be overwhelming on what we're going to cook, what we're going to bring, what we're going to share, maybe the conversations that we'll become involved in. There's financial pressure. I saw another study um, actually from the American Psychological Association where shared about maybe a a little bit over 45% of people were concerned about being able to afford a gift and also being able to find and secure the perfect gift for a loved one. Another area of stress is family gatherings. People are concerned about COVID, strange, strained relationships, having hot topics possibly such as politics, or maybe some family discussions that were unresolved and coming together, maybe having concerns about, are we going to talk about this thing or topic that caused stress and maybe even friction in relationships? Other areas where people were stressed were with work deadlines. And then there are many of us who are grieving during the holidays. And this grieving can be a loss of a loved one where there's a yearning or an aching to see someone, to hug them one more time, to have another conversation. It could also be the sadness of not having the opportunity to say goodbye. And there can also be grief where we're missing um, different people in our lives Different um, traditions in our lives. And there can be the grief of a loss of a job, loss of a relationship. And there's so many different things that can go on where it's not just where it's speaking of death, but grief can manifest itself in many different ways. And so these were some of the things that were being listed. And maybe again, you can relate to that, or maybe you cannot. But even if you yourself are not experiencing it, you may see someone that you know that is experiencing it. And so how might that come up in our bodies? How might that show? I always think about the book, The Body Keeps the Score. If you've been listening, it's a book that I love. I mention it over and over again. But our body's natural response to stress is to either have this expression of flight, freeze, or fight and now we're learning more and more about the fawn response where we can kind of cower and just kind of go along with what everyone around us is having this expectation of us. So I'm not going to go m- too much into that, but I wanted to kind of give some ideas um not even ideas. I wanted to kind of give some examples of how our body may show that we're stressed. And these are just a few. I'm sure there's plenty more but these are just a few things that may come up. We might feel worried or anxious and that may present itself with having a faster heartbeat. And these are some of the short term effects that can occur. We might have tight muscles, tension, there can be difficulty sleeping, having digestive issues. Um, But some areas where you may have a, excuse me, just even a mild headache, um, And even just feeling just exhausted, like not having a lot of energy, there can also be irritability, I wanted to mention, or feeling easily angered. Um, And so that can come out as well. But some of the long term or chronic things that can show up can be having long term headaches or migraines, panic attacks, there can even be skin or hair conditions that can develop. And there can be also just being sick, like literally some people will get sick during the holiday seasons from being from being fatigued, and etc, or even develop some chronic illnesses. So I don't say these things to make you feel weary or afraid. But I think it's important that we are empowered that we're educated because sometimes we may be feeling some things and be unaware. And if you find that your symptoms are becoming very strong and overwhelming and to the point where you feel like you need help, please contact a professional individual, either a mental health provider or your doctor, your physician, so that maybe you can get a little bit additional more help to be in tune with what's going on. Um, It's so important that we're able to really take care of ourselves during this holiday season. So some tips that have helped myself, um, some of these tips I was able to get from Nami, um, some of these tips I was able to get from The Body Keeps the Score. And as well, just even with um, some conversations that I've been able to have with those in the profession of mental health um, that I just thought this really helps me. And I thought I'd love to share with all of you. So tip number one, plan and prioritize your self-care. And this is as simple as eating well, don't eat a bunch of junk. I know there's going to be lots of treats, especially if you're going to parties, some really good baking goods, enjoy your time. So that doesn't mean you don't enjoy and you don't eat, but make sure you're also taking good care of yourself, that you're giving your body what you need. I cannot... um Underestimate the amount of sleep that I know I need. Um, I know I can only go a couple of days without going to bed on time. Other than that, I am no good. So know yourself. Make sure you're sleeping well for what applies to you. Hydrate, get outside, even if it's just for a few minutes. Um, I know when it gets cold, um, especially on the East Coast where I am in the United States, um, it's chilly. And my definition of cold is very different than my husband's or my kids'. And right now I feel like it's freezing, even though it's not. But going outside, getting some sun on your face is so important, that vitamin D. And if you take supplements, you know, again, I know this works for me. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Make sure you always speak to your doctor um, and you consult on what is best for you. But I know vitamin D, I see a difference on how I feel when I'm taking my supplement over and over again. Some other areas that I want to mention that may be helpful to you is to be able to pray and meditate journal exercise Do the things that are going to bring you joy, that are going to help you to take care of yourself so that your cup can be full. um, And that if you are in a position where you're giving to others, be able to do that and be able to do it well. But planning and prioritizing these things and having really a plan that you're able to stick to for the most part, I would say is going to really set you up for success. I know it has helped me I am going to say this. I know some people, if you plan everything out, that causes you to have anxiety. So please take what applies to you. And if something I'm saying doesn't encourage you, or you feel like, oh, that's too much. I just need to go with the flow. Go with the flow, be fluid. And so that brings me to my next tip, be flexible and give yourself and others grace and compassion. Give yourself permission to not make a plan if necessary, but figure out how you want to prioritize what's going to really meet your needs. And this may take moments or even time or even a day to kind of just take a step back and think about what do I need right now? Because if you take care of what you need, then you'll be able to be around others, especially if you're doing things with family, friends, coworkers, workers et cetera. So having that flexibility and definitely giving yourself grace and compassion is a wonderful thing. I know that's a great gift that I give to myself because things don't always go as planned. So tip number three, get rid of the expectation you have for yourself and that others may place on you. Is it the most wonderful time of year for you? If it's not, if you're not in the holiday spirit right now, it's okay. It is okay. Get rid of the expectation. Another thing that is very important is do not compare. You know, studies have shown that when we compare, we develop feelings of jealousy, frustration, and hopelessness can can be there and they can continue to emerge and do um, damage to our inner selves when we do that. So don't compare. Don't look at what your neighbor's doing, how they're decorating on the outside, what people are doing on the inside. Don't be concerned about gifts and what you're getting and what you're giving, you know, the activities. Really think about what's the purpose in this season for you when even if you're connecting with people, if you're going to events, what's the purpose? What are you trying to build for yourself? And if it's just have fun, go have fun. But don't allow other people's expectations or even the expectations you put on self to ruin your inner joy and your inner peace. Another thing I will say is plan your budget and maintain it. That is going to be so important. Many people might go into debt over the holidays if you can avoid that don't do it. And I know this is a unique time where there are certain things that are normally available, aren't available. Set the expectation. If you have kids or family, etc. talk about what Christmas is going to be for you in your household. But if you're going to get something, if you have a meaning behind it, if there's a spiritual meaning, a memory you're building, like really talk about what you want that to look like so that you're setting what's clear for you and again, that you're okay with that. And especially again, if you have kids and they're at the age where they're asking for specific things, set the expectation ahead of time of what your Christmas is going to look like. Um, and so that has really helped me to get rid of expectation. It relieves the pressure. And even with what you're doing with your loved ones, friends, coworkers, families, maybe you want to decorate the tree red, for example, maybe your husband wants to put blue lights or they want to do something else or a family member, friend, roommate. Let people enjoy the holiday season the way they want to as well. I definitely want to encourage you to get rid of expectation for yourself and that others may place on you, but also let's not place unrealistic expectations on others of what they need to do, how they need to do it, how they need to give, and how they need to show up like really letting go of that will give you so much peace. I know I've found it to give myself peace and I hope it does the same for you. Many of us and this is tip number 4, many of us are dealing with grief. Um grief of a loved one, someone that we're missing, maybe a relationship has been severed. You know, one of the things I mentioned early on is coming together for these holidays, especially with family, can be a challenging time if there's um, estranged relationships or um, maybe there's been conflict or some trauma has been involved. There can be grief that things aren't as you hope it to be. Maybe your family doesn't function in a way that you would like it to. Give yourself permission to feel if you're suffering from a loss of a loved one. A loss of a job, a loss of a relationship, grief can look different. But give yourself permission to feel, to cry, to take time for yourself, permission to not go to something, to not participate in something, permission to plan a new tradition. It's so important that, again, there's not this pressure on you because grief looks different for all of us. There is no one way to grieve and there's no right way to grieve. And so if you're experiencing that, again, be able to know what's going to be best for you. And if you know what you need, Articulate that to others, to your friends, your families, those who need to know, so that they're not saying or doing things that aren't helpful. So many times when we are grieving, um, those around us, I know I've been guilty of this, we try to do things to make someone feel better. Um, and the heart and the intention behind it is good and it's beautiful, but sometimes we can end up doing more harm than good. And so, ask if you're on the end where you're trying to meet someone's needs, ask them what they need. And if they don't know, it's okay. And also if you're the person grieving, if you're able again to articulate what you need, do so so that those around you can know how to help if that's what you're looking for. Finally, again, there are so many things that you can do, but the last thing I want to say is set your boundaries and keep them in place. People who respect your boundaries are safe people. You know, you're going to say, hey, I'd love to come to that. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me, but I'm not going to be able to do that. Be around people who respect your boundaries. This is a wonderful time of year for many of us. But again, it is a challenging time of year. And that may change moment to moment, you may have planned to do something and to be somewhere. And you may have a hard morning or hard afternoon or evening. Give yourself permission to change, be fluid, be flexible. I want to go back to that, especially in our boundaries. Um, But be upfront about them and don't let anyone make you feel bad about those boundaries. I know, um, for many of us in the Christmas season, we think about Christ. And we think oftentimes I know for myself about how Jesus gave and he sacrificed. And some of us, we want to challenge ourselves to give and to sacrifice and to be outward and so forth. And that's good to do those things. I'm not challenging that in any way, but don't do it to a point to where, um, it causes you to lose yourself and to lose your own values and your own core beliefs. And so definitely, I believe wholeheartedly for myself that during this time, I wanted to give it meaning and purpose. And I hope that for you as well, that you're able to have meaning and purpose also. Set your boundaries, set your boundaries and keep them in place for what you prioritize, for what you wanna be flexible about, flexible with, for how you're dealing and coping with the things that are going on in your life. And if you're able to do these things, I believe it will allow you to be able to give and to give well in the areas that you have decided to give. Um, Again, thank you so much for this time. My hope and my encouragement is that this season will be kind to you. And if nothing else, that we may be kind to ourselves and to others. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I hope these tips really do help you and that we can deal with holiday stress and also be able to enjoy all of the beautiful moments that each day may bring, whether it is in season or out of season. Thank you and can't wait to be back with you next week. I hope today's podcast was thought-provoking and helpful. If you want more information, be sure to visit my website, thepuresocialblog.com. Sign up for my weekly newsletter and follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. Also, I would love to hear about what resonates with you and what may have inspired you. Please leave a review and spread the word about this podcast. Thank you.